Hi, this is Treat Williams, and you're listening to Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast. I'm not so sure if it's amazing, but that's what they told me to say. Gottfried, and this is Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast. I'm here with my co-host Frank Santo Padre and a return guest. Yes, the great Rupert Holmes. That's is in our presence, Mister Mr. Mr. No, Rupert Holmes. Mister, Mr. Mr. Rupert Holmes. And this is going to be our special trivia, our call-in trivia. We've never done this, Rupert. We did a call-in show where we just took calls, people telling us how wonderful we were, but now, we never did trivia questions. Now, before we get to the show, maiden voyage, a, a new, a new, uh, the plot thickens. Okay. Not only was Caesar Romero <laughs> having orange wedges flung at his ass. <laughs> But Cesar Romero fucked Tessie Arnett. Not, not substantiated. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not, con- not confirmed. And, and I heard when Cesar Romero came, Tessie Arnett would scream, Cesar, you got some spraining to do. <laughs> R- R- Rupert, are you sorry you came already? Already. <laughs> That's what Cesar Romero said. I'm sorry I came. Cesar Romero played the mad magician in Charlie Chan on Treasure Island in 1939. You are spooky. Excellent. That's good. So, and he fucked Charlie Chan? (laughs) Warner Olin? No, it was a threesome with Fernando Lamas. There you go. Uh, (laughs) This is the the kind of goodies you can look forward to, listeners, on on the Maiden Voyage, the first ever call-in trivia show. So we're going to get right to it. We brought Rupert in as our guest trivia expert to make Gilbert and I look good. <laughs> you want to- <laughs> no, we've, we've given no, up on no. that. Yeah. No, you got to remember, I'm a 20th century trivia expert. You know what I'm saying? Around 1990, I stopped having any interest. So we'll see what happens. Okay, yeah. so qu- questions about Sandra Bernhard? <laughs> yeah, no, no. Well, I can the, do some. Sarah Bernhard. Sarah Bernhard. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, not Sandra Bernhard. Comedy, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. We're going to start, Frankie. What do we got? We have the first caller from the amazing area code of 314. Dara? Dara three one four. Dara's going to guess area codes. I, I don't know three one four. She's stumped. I'm going with Sheboygan. Let's have a listen. Okay. Don't mention. My Here name we are. Now. Who's on the line? Hey guys. Hey, who's this? This is Andrew Laposha from St. Louis. Andrew, we know you from Facebook. Yeah, I'm very active on Listener Society. That's probably where you know me from. You are the first caller. You are the sacrificial lamb tonight. Say hi to our pal Rupert oh, Holmes. Oh. Hi there, Andrew. Good. Hey, to Rupert. S- good to meet you. Andrew, did you call us last time when we did the dial-in show? Oh, I tried like over a hundred times. You really did? No luck, but Bl- bless your heart, you've scored this time. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> you hit pay dirt. Well, so, so try to let's uh, let's see if you can stump the uh, the two geniuses sitting here with me, and I will try to hold my own. <laughs> okay, so in 1998, Frank Sinatra died of a heart attack at Cedar Sinai. When he died, who was the celebrity? who was recovering from angioplasty in the next room. Boy, we're going dark. Oh. 
<laughs> all I know is all I know is that <laughs> what a weird first question. I, it is a weird call. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, no one loves a good angioplasty joke as much yeah. as I do. <laughs> but but uh, I, mean, I do. That's know, why we invited you here's, here. <laughs> yeah, here's what I can tell you. Uh, uh, I think there was a big controversy because Barbara Marks, his he was married to Barbara Zeppo's ex, who was yeah. I think it was Har- no Zeppo. It was it was Zeppo's ex. Yeah, Zeppo's Barbara ex. Marks was Zeppo's ex. I always wondered if there's kind of like a a cadre in show business of like Zeppo says she's she's really good, Frank. Ah, you know that yes. kind of thing. You know, um, <laughs> do we have a guess on this? I don't. Who I don't. was getting so, an angioplasty in Margaret Dumont? Nineteen ninety-eight. An angioplasty. Did this person survive? An did this person survive the angioplasty? Yes, he is, and he's still alive today and doing very well. So it's a guy. Wow. I have no guess. Is it a singer? No. It's okay. an actor. There goes Trini Lopez, which I was going to guess. Is it an actor, Andrew? <laughs> We're absolutely stumped. You, Rupert, you want to take a guess? Um, Bert Lahr. <laughs> That's not good. Still, not still That's with us. That's very good, <laughs> though. Bob Barker. Who was no, it? No, not quite. Andrew, uh, we're really curious. Um, Dana Carvey. Dana, Dana Carvey. Carvey. Well, that's a brilliant question. Wow. Because you see, we're we're just automatically picturing someone in that yes. same age range. Wow. Yes, I was going for yeah, Burt Remsen yeah. all the way. <laughs> oh, and that's the one where Dana Carvey wound up suing the hospital because they operated on the wrong part of his heart or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah maybe some, the same. Oh, the same crazy stuff. shit. They they operated on the wrong valve in his heart. Andrew, you were a cardiologist. And, uh, no, not quite. I work in a hospital. How'd you, I'm a he works in a hospital. Oh, you do. How did you stumble across this piece of information? I'm not sure where I first heard it. Uh, I heard it somewhere. It might have been an article, like one of those ten facts about. Dana Carvey kind of things. I just stumbled across that oh, one day and I'm like, oh, this, that's pretty cool. You have stumped is, us. This was excellent. Excellent yes, that question. One, yeah. Andrew, wow. we're, we're impressed, and we're, thank we're very you. good. When we don't answer all the easy questions, then it'll be more embarrassing. <laughs> and, and, and all of us were thinking of some guy in yeah. his 80s I was, or you something. Know, I was going to say Vic Damone. I was yeah. Say, right? yeah. yeah. Who was getting a spinal fusion on the third floor? Yeah. <laughs> very good. Congratulations, Thank Andrew. you, Andrew. Congrats. Great question. We'll, right, well, we'll talk to you, buddy. We'll see you on social. All right, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. See, this is the kind of thing you can look forward to tonight, Ruben. Oh, boy. <laughs> I haven't had fun like this then never. Hopefully, hopefully never, ever. <laughs> All right, we're off to a rollicking start. Who's next, Frankie? This caller is from the great state of wherever 530 is. Dara, 530. Uh, is that Texas? Hello, this Texas. is Ray Gerton calling from Anderson, California. Anderson, California. Ah. Hello, Ray. I know you too from, from Facebook. How are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm good. How are you? Good. Say hi to this Gilbert is- and the great Rupert. Hi. Hi there. Hello, Gilbert and Rupert. This one is for Gilbert. Okay. Uh-oh. What was the first horror movie in which Lon Chaney was the leading man? Senior or junior? Junior, I'm sorry. Ooh. It's got to be a trade. Careful, Gilbert. First, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there was um, that one. Oh, fuck. The one he, he did one that was right after of mice and men. Not the industry. Not the uh, not no the no the indestructible man. Way, way man. later. That's he, that's the fifties. Uh, this was was it like man made monster? Or no. So? Rupert, you have a guess on this? 
No, I mean, you're, you're obviously su- was, we're supposed was, to say it's the Wolfman, but it isn't the Wolfman. No, man. it wasn't the Wolfman. Line, was Lionel Lightwell a mad doctor in it? No. No. Ooh. There's that, old, that whole bunch of mad doctor ones, aren't there? There's a cluster of yeah. them. Yeah. The mad ghoul. Ooh. <laughs> well, we're... we're what? <laughs> That was George Zucco in the yeah, 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 Gil- yeah, Gilbert's in his element. We're, we're 0 for 2, Ray. We, Andrew stumped us before you, and okay. now we're going to throw ourselves at your mercy. What do you got? It's called A Scream in the Night, 1935. Who was the leading lady? Who was the leading lady, Rupert wants to know? Oh. He's got to look uh, it up. I've got to look it up. Say Marjorie I'm Maine. Wondering if it's, no, I'm wondering <laughs> if it's someone. It feels like an Ann Southern or something. Go ahead. Sheila Terry, somebody I've never heard of. Sheila Barry? Sheila Barry? Carrie? Uh, Sh- Sheila wow. Carey. That's another great one. Good that question, a, Ray. It's amazing. Who, was it, was it uh, uh, made by a major studio? Do you see there? Is it a monogram no, it picture a, or universal? It, or? It, was a poverty, it was a poverty row studio called Commodore Pictures. Commodore. There's a name to Ray. Oh, <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Ray, great question. We appreciate Superb. the call, man. Superb. A scream in the night. Thank you, guys. Thank you buddy. Thank I'm going to have to look out for that one. Thanks, scream thanks for night. following the show. Thank and, you. And for being such a great fan. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, if he stumped me on a Lon Chaney Jr. horror movie, right? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, Yeah. Dara's also been stumped on two area codes. Yes. (laughs) So let's let's go for three. We're off to a slow start. None of us know what the fuck we're talking about, basically. (laughs) I think my name is Robert Holmes. (laughs) (laughs) The man came walking in the door with Robert Sterling trivia. (laughs) (laughs) We just, we got to hit a nugget. We got to hit a nugget here. Area Who's code next? 585, any guesses? 585, Dara. Well, she's the area code expert. Uh, New York, somewhere in New York. Somewhere in New York. Are you a New York caller? It is New York, yeah. Ah, it's, what it's part of New York? New York. Where? It's Rochester, New York. Oh, Rochester. Oh, Rochester. Rochester. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm from Dennis Day, New York. <laughs> I was accepted to Eastman School of Music in Rochester the day after my father sent a check to Manhattan School of Music, and I really wanted to go to Rochester. I really, uh, it's great oh, up there. Oh, Eastman is probably the best one in the country next to Juilliard. Yeah, absolutely. And their wind ensemble is amazing. Amazing. And uh, their per- uh, percussion, too. You would have frozen your ass off And by up the there. way, uh, Be- Lou Graham of Foreigner. Foreigner, sure. Right? He comes from Rochester, yes? Didn't know. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And Gilbert and Frank and Rupert, do you know who now lives right outside of Rochester in a suburb? I don't. Have you identified yourself, by the way? Do we ask your name? No. This, by the way, Frank, this is Otto from Rochester. Otto, Otto Bruno. Bruno? Yeah. I'm a big fan of yours, Otto. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> I'm a big fan of yours, Otto too. Otto is very but active Jerry on the Listener Lewis Society. Is, you were going to tell me. You were going to tell us who lives. I don't want to talk over you. Sorry, Are you going to tell us who lives just outside of Rochester? Jerry Lewis's oldest son, Gary, married a woman from right outside of Rochester, and they live on a farm just outside of the city. You know, I worked, wow. Yeah, that's amazing. We Pretty gotta, cool. We got to get Gary Lewis on the show. I think he just had a birthday. Well, Okay, Otto. So someone just, from the local paper just inter- just interviewed him, and they said he's he's almost impossible to 
to get as an interview because he doesn't like to talk to anybody. Well, then he must be not. He must be adopted because his father his father's, his, father's, yes. his yes. father's a breeze to get along with. No. So yeah. you know, you know, Rupert worked with his dad. I got to work with Jerry Lewis. We're going to be doing a reading of a musical I wrote with Marvin Hamlish of Nutty Professor before the end of the year. Oh, great! I, I oh. actually got to work with Jerry the last couple of years of his life. Really? Yes, it's you've amazing. shared that with us before. I worked on that musical for a long time, but I never heard any. You know what came of it? Well, what happened was the rights after Marvin. Marvin died and then Jerry died. The rights all went into uh, uh, legal turmoil, and we've just now settled it after about six years. Good. Oh, Gilbert's going to look forward oh, to that. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You're come. Otto, you want to fire one at us? All right. Frank and Gil, now, especially Otto, you guys wait, should wait. Be. Otto, to me, sounds like Jamie Farr. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to his voice. <laughs> Now, He's got a little I, bit of a Rochester I, I just, accent. Jamie Farr was from Toledo. <laughs> Toledo, ah. yeah. He's from Toledo. Yeah. And Jamie Farr took over, and this, try to picture this casting. Yes. And when Frank Gorshin, after about three years, stopped touring with my play about the life of George Burns called Say Goodnight, Grace. Yeah. Ooh, he was replaced by Jamie Farr. Can you picture Jamie Farr as George Burns? I can't. No. No, You're right. no I cannot. <laughs> Especially not in profile. Oh, my God, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my We have to ask you about that and ask you about Gorshin sometime. Okay, Otto, take a shot. Uh, You and Gil should know this because one of your guests once told you this bit of information. Uh Uh-huh. I I usually don't listen. They don't listen. They've never... They don't (laughs) know... I, I start daydreaming. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, it's Rupert Holmes, not Robert Holmes. It's Rupert Holmes. We tune out. Okay, Otto, take a shot. Well, Frank... Frank knows I'm currently writing a book on the TV show Barney Miller. He so does sound like Jamie Farr. Yeah, he sounds exactly. I think it is Jamie Farr. <laughs> okay, what's the... He sounds exactly. Next, we'll have a guy that sounds like the colonel. Now, Jamie might not have been able to pull off George Burns, but if there's a one-man Jamie Farr show... Otto, <laughs> you're in. You know, Jamie Farr was in... Uh, Jamie Farr, a very young Jamie Farr, was in the Blackboard Jungle. Okay. Very yes, he was. Right. Yes, That's he was. Right. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what's the question? <laughs> the question is, what was the dramatic film upon which Barney Miller, the TV show, the comedy, was based upon? The film was a dramatic film. That's a fantastic that question. In- was it Police yeah, Story? Said that this inspired him. What was it? Like, was it Police Story or something like that? Or? Was it 87th Precinct? Well, 87th Precinct? William Wyler's Police Story? Is that William Wyler? The one Lee Grant won an Oscar for? Maybe. It was, it? it was not called Police Story. It was called Detective, detective Story. Detective Story. That's the one. Absolutely. Kirk, Kirk Douglas, Douglas and Lee Grant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, very exactly. good. Kirk Douglas and Lee Grant. Gilbert and, had the movie, and, just the wrong title. That's right. <laughs> All right. What does he get for that? Bit of, as another bit of trivia, the character was named after a real-life police officer that Danny knew called Barney Ruditsky. And they did a TV show in the 60s about Barney Rudisky called The Lawless Years, and it starred James Gregory, who eventually sure, played, played Luger, Luger. Detective Luger. Yeah. Right. Well, James, we know Gregory James, Gregory. Had, James Gregory had one of the noblest voices. Yes. He, he, uh, there's a Gig Young, uh, there's a, a Twilight Zone where Gig Young goes back to his own past. Walking and he distance. Meets walking distance with a score by Bernard Herrmann, and James Gregory plays Gig Young's father. No, 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 no. It's Frank Overton. Frank Overton played his Frank father. Frank right? Overton. Yes. yes. Don't you come here. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Don't leaving come the room. here talking I'm about <laughs> walking distance. 
were the greatest Dick Young. Episodes. Was that Frank Overton? And, and Frank yeah. Overton. Okay, yeah. All right. Uh, it was Frank Overton. Yeah. Uh, Otto, yeah. great question. Yeah. Great Jamie Farr impression. We appreciate the call, buddy. May, how, maybe. How Linden, hey, you guys, I, I love you guys. Thanks so much. How may, Linden maybe played there a, are carousels where you're from, Martin. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then you know when I'm going to. I don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> what about Hal? What about Hal Linden? Oh, just that uh, he played a very good cl- uh, clarinet. Yes, he played you- it on this show. He did he? on this he podcast. He did. Yes, it was great. You bet. Yeah. I'll send you that link. That's amazing. Because I'm always wondering how the guest is going to be, and so it begins. He takes out his clarinet. Fantastic. And plays, and I thought. Then Hallen's already a great guest. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was a terrific guest. All right, who's up next? Frank Vergarosa. I don't know where this area code is, but let's see if they can tell us. Hello, caller. Yeah. Yes, I have a question for Jamie Farr. <laughs> 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 Would you happen to be from Milwaukee, caller? <laughs> yes, I have a question. Do you know of a mediocre comedian who steals stories and has no original <laughs> stories? <to develop? laughs> this is a friend of ours. I'm filling Rupert in. Is this London Lee? <laughs> <laughs> My mother says to thank you. <laughs> London Lee. Gino Salomone, friend of the podcast. Hello. Hello, pal. You yeah. know, talking to Rupert is a great thrill. Rupert, you add so much. I wish Frank would get rid of the other guy. That <laughs> Rupert is here to class up the joint. How you doing, kiddo? Did, did Gilbert steal, steal another story? Oh, please. Gino's an old friend of Gilbert's, and he claims that Gilbert steals all of Gino's best anecdotes and then owns them, co-ops them. This is like the time when I was in school and the teacher said, Gino, can you answer this question? (laughs) (laughs) Gino, did you actually come armed with a trivia question? No, the show sounds great. I just I just wanted to call and say hello, and I always wanted to talk to Rupert. So, hello, Rupert. Hi, I have a lot of problems. You want to listen? Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know Rupert met Groucho? I did. I did get to meet him. How about that? Yeah, I did. How but about that? What was the circumstance? I was at Columbia Pictures' 30th anniversary party, and I sat at a table, and I'll tell you who was at the table. There was... Frank Capra. Wow. John Houston. Oh. Charles Bronson. George Siegel. Groucho Marx. Barbara Streisand, who was my date, sort of, and me. There was wow. a caption under the photo oh. saying, Circle which person? <laughs> <laughs> That's a pinch yourself day. Nice work, yeah, my I was, friend. It was an amazing thing. Yeah. And, and Groucho said, Because Rupert needed the money. <laughs> You do, you do the greatest aged Doesn't he? show yeah. ever, ever done. And there's a lot of call for it. Anyone, yeah. can do the, anyone can do the eye wiggle, but you do the, like, I've got one more year with Aaron and it's all over. Uh, yes, yes. Gino, we love you. Thank you. Know what's you. so sad about that story, Rupert? What? That it'll be Gilbert's story next week. <laughs> Gino, I love you to death. Bye-bye, pal. We'll talk to you. Also, Gino, it's time to switch cell providers. Yes. (laughs) 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 We're going to go to a beautiful start spreading the news, New York, New York. Okay. With a 212? 
Close, 646. Who's on the line, please? Hello? Hello. Hey, hey, just got hey, it under the wire. Who's, God, just who's, who's calling? Uh, this is uh, Sam Weisberg from Hidden Films. How are you? Sam, how are you? Thanks for calling the show. Good, Say, good. We got you. We, you were, we thought we were going to lose you there for a second. Say hello to the great Rupert Holmes. Hello, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> See, there's an excitement that he's holding I make, back. I make a great 12th impression. Is, I tell you. is this Tommy Newsom? <laughs> Turns out he doesn't like pina coladas. <laughs> Sam, how are you, man? You got a trivia question for us? Yeah, sorry about that. Not my, at all. Uh, two and a half year old, two and a half year old daughter wanted me to put "You can't always get what you want" on on my wife's cell phone. <laughs> wow, she's a, happens all the time. A big McDag, McDagger fan. <laughs> okay, that's amazing. <laughs> okay, you want to take a whack at stumping the uh, brain trust here? Sure. Um, so you guys had an episode where you did um, uh, actors that directed only once. We did. And. Uh, and I wanted to try to stump you with um, name uh, at least one comedian that directed only once and and the movie. Name a comedian that I'm directed say only Bob once. Bob Saget. I, you know, I was it's just a good thinking guess. that. Dirt, was mentioned? it Dirty Work? Yeah. Bob Sa- is Bob Saget a good guess? Yeah, let me see if he. That wasn't the one I had in mind. <laughs> so we're wrong again. <laughs> I'm gonna have so much fun with sound effects later. <laughs> um, um, it's I'm sure you have someone else. In, of it, I'm sure you have someone yeah, else in mind who yeah. goes further back, right? Give us a, give us an error. Uh, Maybe female, we'll try. We'll, female, we'll guess it. Female, female, female comedian. Oh, comedian. Joan Rivers with Rabbitist. Yes. <laughs> nice, Gilbert. Yeah. Oh, that's Joan yeah. Rivers with oh, Rabbit beautiful. Test. Beautiful. Starring Billy Crystal. Beautiful. That's the first pregnant man. The that's first pregnant right. man. Yeah, which he, by the way, he won't talk about that. He never talks about that movie. Crystal He's won't? Like, yeah. Interesting. That was a great question, Sam. Gil- yeah. Gilbert well, redeemed himself for the last 12 shows. <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> We thank you, buddy. Thanks for thanks for calling and thanks for holding on. Great question. Great job. We we I should also announce that we're going to give a prize, a mystery prize. We're going to get we'll get the address through Facebook, and the uh, prize is Gino Salamone's cell phone, a, a brand new a brand new <laughs> yeah. cell phone plan for the best question of the night. Well, there so there is the great questions. Been great, good questions so These far. These are so, all yeah. So there is a slight all competition. Of them yeah. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Moving right along. Let's go to 732. 732, Dara. Texas. No, or is it New Jersey? It's somewhere in the U.S. Dara guesses New Jersey. Yeah, it's Jersey. It's New Jersey. Correct. Correct, Dara. (laughs) Very good. Who, may I say, is calling? This is Tom and Deb calling from Point Pleasant, New Jersey. Uh, Hello, Tom and Deb. Point Pleasant. We just saw, we just saw Gilbert a couple of weeks ago at Uncle Vinny's in Point Pleasant. Oh, oh, thank you. How was he? We we gave my wife gave an orange after the show. <laughs> <laughs> they actually flung it at my ass. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No I greater sign of respect. Uh, isn't the first Jersey Mike's uh, sub uh, sandwich place from uh, Point Pleasant? Isn't that where it originated? That, that is correct. Look at this yep. guy. Arnold Avenue, Point yep. Pleasant, New R- Jersey. Rupert's yep. not only got, he's got Rochester and Point Pleasant, <laughs> New Jersey trivia going. Not only showbiz trivia. Good. I'm impressed. Tom and Deb, right? Yes. Okay, Tom and Deb. So fire away. See if you can stump, uh, stump the geniuses I, I here. I have it. I have a Honeymooners trivia question. Oh, okay. you've come to the right place. 
All right. What was Alice Crandon's maiden name? I think it was Gibson or Gibbons. Alice Gibson. Ah, you son of a... Yes, Gibson. Yes. Gibson. Yeah, it's in the episode Very where good. it's in the episode where Ralph makes the recording to apologize to her. Exactly. Yes. yes. And, and, and Norton sends Norton the wrong record. Care of Gibson. Care can, of Gibson. Right. Can, can yes. I ask the, the geniuses across from me who was who pre who um, who was Alice Cramden before? Was it well, Francis Langford? Pert Kelton. Pert Kelton. Pert Kelton. Pert Kelton. Yeah. Pert Kelton. And what what was what was Trixie's occupation? Trixie had an occupation? <laughs> wow. Yeah, what did Trixie do before she got married? Wow. Wow. And then Pert Kelton wound up appearing on the show as Alice's mother. That's and correct. Isn't yeah. That, That's how, correct. How do you want to be her agent explaining that to us? <laughs> <her? laughs> well, we, 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 we give up, Tom. What did, to what go was, from the wife <laughs> to the mother. I know. What was, I know. What, was, uh, what was Trixie's occupation? She was a burlesque dancer. No. Oh, no. Where did you yes. find that out? Oh, yes. That's, it's trivia. I've read it many a time. She was a burlesque dancer. Wow. We'll take, we'll take your word for it. Okay, we're going to go. look that up and double check it. What? Now, what, how about one more? Okay, go ahead, fast. What movie did this line come from? Who did it? Who did it? Oh, uh, Mr. Roberts. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Captain, it is, it is I, Ensign Pulver. Now, what's all this crap about no movies? Gilbert's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. Thank you, Tom. Who was the... Who was the... Who was the oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it was James Cagney. But who was, who was the most beautiful person in that movie to Ooh. look at? Ooh. Jack Lemmon? <laughs> He was damn, yeah. you know, in the right light. Yeah, he was a... William Palkaby, yeah. Betsy Palmer. Betsy, Betsy Palmer. Yes. Very, very good. Tom, Tom and Deb, we love the questions. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. You're giving Gilbert a chance to shine. <laughs> well done. Well done. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing, colossal podcast. But first, a word from our sponsor. You ready for this great call? I'm ready. Yes. Here we go. You're on. Hello, boys. How are ya? <laughs> <laughs> who do we say is? <laughs> who shall we? Uh, who shall we? Uh, <laughs> what am I trying to say? Who do we have the pleasure of speaking to? Uh, Long-time uh, listener, first-time caller, Lex Passeris. Lex, from it's Lex California. from Hollywood, California. Now, Lex is a uh, Lex. You're retired from the business now, right? I am completely retired. But following up for, on the first thing I heard when I got in, I once directed not only Hal Linden, but Hal Linden and Sid Melton in the same scene. In the Golden Girl. Wow. Lex was a director pretty, of wow. television That's shows. That's pretty amazing. With, a, with what, an impressive talking resume. Talking about Cesar Romero, what movie were Cesar Romero and Sid Melton in together? Oh, Ooh. hang on, Lex. We were talking Ooh. about Cesar Romero shot, earlier. Yep. We, we, we should give Lex a shot at that one. Lex, do you Lex? know? Wow. Sophie's I Choice? I do not know that one. <laughs> 
that would be, that would be an easy choice. Yeah, that's good that would be a very easy choice. With six, you get citrus. Uh, <laughs> and also Hugh Beaumont. Oh, Beaver's you're, father. Wow. Now you're just showing off. Beaver's father. Wow. Do, uh, well, well. It, was called, it was called The Lost Continent. Wow. It was an early Cesar Romero. Oh. They were going for some rocket that had landed on a plateau, and there were very cheap stop animation things. Very early uh, Sid Melton work. Did we, uh-huh. did we invite the right guy or wow. what? Wow. Wow, yes. How about what was it? Hey, I got to ask you a question, though. What was it like to direct Sid Melton and, and, and Hal Linden? Were they, how old was well, Sid how, by that time? Sid terrific. had to be, by that time, Sid had to be yeah. very old. Well, we, Sid had a recurring role on the show right. in flashbacks as, oh, right. so, as Sophia's husband. Yeah, but I, yeah. this was the only time he played somebody else entirely. Um, the guys had seen, they, they'd originally written a thing where Hal came back as Dorothy's ex-prom date who stood her up and he calls out of the blue and they end up going out and originally it was supposed to be a karaoke night and then for some reason cheers had the same plot that week so at the last minute they changed it to a medieval times restaurant and Sid was the way the, the I'm waiter. So, I'm so sorry in. I asked. Were you expecting Sid Melton trivia oh, yeah. when you got here? Lex, well, how many episodes of Golden yeah, Girls well, did you direct? Twenty-one. So, wow. Did you ever work with Her- Herb Edelman and Leslie Nielsen? Oh yeah, I worked with Herbie. I directed Herbie. I directed Leslie. How about that in the last two. Man. Um, wow. Steve Landisberg. Oh, Steve Landisberg. Uh, from, from Barney Miller. There's a name. Back well. to Barney Miller. Yeah. Oh, all right, Lex, did you actually prepare a question for us, my friend? I did, but wait a minute. But before I get to that, yeah. you're not going to believe this. Go ahead. There's an apparition coming into the room. I, it, hey, where is he? Where is that guy? Where is that cocksucker? What's his name? Give it, Goofy. <laughs> Give it, give it. You keep saying I don't get the good pussy. Oh, he's doing an Irving Dillashaw impression for you. Ah, yes. I want, I want to tell you, Gilbert. Tom Selleck, he just got my rejects. I got all the good pussy. It was not him. So you listen. You quit saying these things about me. I have all the other demons from the afterlife come haunt you. All of them. Well, except for Lon Chaney Jr. He's too busy getting drunk with Lynn French and John Houston. Not bad, Lex. Yeah, that's but, more lines than Harvey ever had in an episode. That's not bad. <laughs> what, what's the what's the trivia question, pal? All right, so Gilbert, you know all the lyrics to the theme from Lords of Flatbush. Yes. <laughs> Do you know the lyrics to the jingle for the commercial? <laughs> Lord, no. no How this... obscure. All right. Fire away. Uh, I will try to sing it for you, but I guarantee I'll be worse than you. Okay. Are you ready? Go quick. Yes. Do, 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 do. The Lords of Flatbush is a movie. Do, 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 about how life was in the 50s. I don't mean to boast, but you'll dig it the most. The Lords of Flatbush, 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 rated PG. <laughs> Can I tell you how I think, you, I think yeah. you're right? Because that, that used to run 
in the days when you would check into a hotel and they would show trailers for uh-huh. the pay-per-view yes, yes, movies. Yes. Yeah. And you would always you would see the same trailers if you left the TV on, you'd see yeah. you, it's uh, um and but, that I heard a million times. Yeah. yeah. Who, who was that? That was Henry Winkler, that was Sylvester Stallone, Perry that King. was Perry King yeah. and yeah. Susie Blakely. Yeah. And and originally oh, wow. originally they had Richard Gere in it. Really? And he didn't get along with Stallone, I heard. Really? And uh, so <laughs> he either left or they got rid of him yeah. or something. Lex, fantastic trivia. Very detailed. We appreciated the Hervé impression. That was an extra bonus. Yeah, Herb, you, Herb, Edelman, Herb Edelman had a TV series with Bob Denver. The Good Guys. Okay, they, all right, there you oh, go. Oh, The Good Guys. Yes. Yeah. With, our, with our previous podcast guest, Joyce Van Patten. Wow, that's great. Yes, very yeah, good. Great. Thank, thank you, Absolutely. Lex. We'll talk, buddy. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Talk soon. Hey, it, uh, it gets more and more obscure. Yes. <laughs> okay. I could have maybe gotten sung the the actual "You Are a Lord," but to know the TV trailer for it, he sings the 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 yeah the theme from the hey, movie. Hey, hey, what do you say? Looks like it's gonna be a very fine day. My. Girl is with me today. Looks like some real fine things are coming my way. Hey, hey, <laughs> what do you say? Okay, Looks some- like it's gonna be a very fine day. Just hanging out with nothing to All do. All right, we're going to another caller. Okay, okay <laughs> who's right. next? We're gonna go to Miami. Miami, Darry, you would have gotten that one. <laughs> who's on the line, please? Hey, boys. Hi, Frank. Hi, Gilbert. Can I take Hi. my phone off mute now that he's been... Is he finished singing? Yes, he's finished singing. You can take your phone off mute. I wonder, wonder, oh wonder, will I make you mine? <laughs> bow, 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 bow. Yeah, go ahead. Who are we talking to? This is this is Larry calling from the Berkshires. Uh, not from Miami at the moment. Oh, and, not in Miami. Uh, You're a person after Dara's heart. And Gilbert and I have a I have a quick one for you. Go. In the third edition, in the third edition of the Alien franchise with Sigourney Weaver, where she has the big fight right. with the mother alien. Right. What does she call her in the big fight? Bitch. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Is that it? No, I tell you if you're not if you don't know i just is the, the first thing that could come to my mind on such a quick notice it was <laughs> get away from her you bitch okay, there you well, go well we got, yeah, we got yeah. it so that was it <laughs> there you go you said the word bitch we got yes. it yeah, oh, yes we, both, both of us rupert and gilbert were right on that they screened the phone calls in the berkshires okay. you can't get that yes. word through <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't hear that. Get I away said, from her, you bitch! Yes, very. Indeed. It very, was a tough moment. Very good question. And whatever happened to Michael Bean? Speaking of uh, of, of alien or aliens, the second movie, the guy from the, the guy from the, uh, the Terminator, yeah. 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 Mr. Bean. No, not Mr. Bean. Good question. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for the call. Love the show. Love the show. Bye, guys. Thank you, man. Who is next on the line, Mr. Frankie? A lot of swearing there. We're going to go all the way to New York City. You ready for this one? Yeah, a lot of calls from New York, a lot of locals. They love us here. Who's up? You are on. Hello, did I reach the Hal Linden Mystery Hour? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, you did. Is this Hal's manager? (laughs) (laughs) 
This is, hey, this is uh, Dave Milstein calling from Woodside, Queens. The great Dave Milstein, who has appeared on this very podcast. Thank you, buddy. Thanks for calling in. What do you got for... Oh, say hi to, say hi to the wonderful Rupert Holmes. Mr. Holmes, very nice to talk to you. Very nice to meet no you. Small affair. Say again about No Small Affair. What did you say? He's a big fan. Oh, well, uh, uh, there's a whole, whole part of my skull where there's no hair from that film. It's uh, just... Uh, that, that, that movie was supposed to be Matthew Broderick. Let me tell you the story on that. <laughs> it was gonna, Now, listen, it was supposed to be... Matt Matt Broderick, yeah, and uh, Sally Fields, right, and, and a different director. Yeah, with, no, uh, yes, Martin, with a different with director. Mar- yes, yeah. yes, he had a hard, uh, Martin Martin Ritt. Ritt. Martin Ritt. It was supposed to be uh, Matthew Broderick and Sally Fields, and it was a coming of age story. She was going to initiate young Matt yes. Broderick. So then the director had a heart attack. Martin Ritt. Yeah, I think he read the script. <laughs> and uh, and and they recast it. And as uh, in Matt Broderick's role, they did some logical casting because they gave it to John Cryer, who had replaced Matt Broderick on Broadway. Yes. Um, in, uh, I guess, Brighton Beach Memoirs, it would have been. Uh, and to replace Sally Fields in this, uh, uh, they put in Demi Moore, who was like one year older than Matt. <laughs> <laughs> So it was. It was like a. It was a crazy April May romance. And Jerry you know? Schatzberg Jer- uh, directed. Well, yeah, he was. Yeah. A, yeah. yeah, you did the score. I did the. I did the score, and I did five songs in it. Um, and Demi was supposed to sing all her own songs. Wow. And they came to me and said, "We promised her she's singing her own songs." I said, "Can she sing?" And they said, well, she says she can. I said, have you heard the picture of her voice? <laughs> I said, she's lower than Bluto, you know? And so they, and they, so they said, well, what we're going to do is, this is a terrible story to tell you. They said, what we're going to do is you record her singing these songs of yours, and we're going to shoot her, and she'll lip sync to her own voice, and then if it's not great, we'll replace the voice. So the first day of recording, they said, well, how is she? Is she okay? I said, we, we get, bid goodbye to okay about five minutes <laughs> into- <laughs> And uh, wow. it was it was a night it was very difficult. Wow. Hey, what was the name of that movie? Hang on, Dave. With Joe, where it was also like old lady with the young guy affair with John Travolta and Lily. Moment Tomlin. to moment. Moment to moment. Yeah. A lot yes. of eye la- eye to eye contact. A big bomb. Something yeah. about eyelash. That was the one of the movies that killed Travolta's movie career <laughs> yes. the first time. Yes. Uh, Dave, what do you got for us, pal? All right, so my question is, it's a Humphrey Bogart question. Oh, good. Humphrey Bogart trivia. All right, so he played a man with the last name Martin in three films. Do you know what they are? (laughs) Well, isn't his last... Okay, Rick... No, Rick uh, Rick Blaine is... His his name is Rick Blaine. Martin in three films. Is Key Largo one of them? No. Okay. Is... is, uh, is it that one where he gets the plastic surgery, wherever that one, whatever that what one was that called? What is that called? Um, it ends with the paratrooper, with the parachute shot. It's with the, um, oh, damn. Is wow. It, is it the one with Gloria Graham? Is one oh, of them? in a lonely oh, place. Lonely, lonely place. place. Yeah. I'm, I feel like that might no, have been not, his, not no? Is not it, that. Is it um, no, the harder they helps, fall? If it helps, they're all between 1937 and 1939. Oh, the, the amazing, the amazing Doctor Clitterhouse. Just because I want to say that. You just yeah. want to say it. <laughs> the return of Doctor X. Because I want to say that. Oh yeah. Is that possible? <laughs> Either one. He played the monster no. in that. Yeah, he had I, white makeup on. Yeah, and a white streak in his hair. Yeah, he looked I, like Elsa Lancaster. How about the- how about Dead End? 
Yes, that's the first one, actually. Oh, wow. okay. Wow. He played Hugh Babyface Martin in Dead End. I got one. What are the What are the years? What's the What's the thirty seven to thirty nine? Thirty seven to thirty nine. Yep. The hell he, he made? Probably, Warner cro- Brothers only had to make seventeen. When films. did he ma- When did he yeah. make Across the Pacific? Oh no, that's uh, that's Later, right after. The, the, that's, that's after, after Maltese yeah. Falcon. After Maltese Falcon, almost I'm, the same cast. I'm way off. Um, the the, the was he? Uh, oh, um, Petrified forests. What about the western he did? Uh, uh, oh, with Cagney. Was it Oklahoma yeah, Kid? Yeah. Yeah, Oklahoma Kid. Is it possible it's that? It's not that. They're all they're all basically crime movies. Oh yeah, those budgets. Okay, I give up. Not High Sierra. That was later too. No. We give up. So dead, in dead in reckoning, 38, by the he did way. Racket Busters. Racket Busters. Racket Star Martin. Wow. Wow. And then in 39, in Invisible Stripes, he was Chuck Martin. Invisible, Invisible Stripes. stripes. <laughs> ah, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And the third one was Dead End. With Sylvia Sidney, yeah, right? exactly. Clifford Odets. <laughs> Clifford Odets. And that was the, yeah. By the way, that was the origin of the Dead End Kids, right? Yes, indeed, yes, it was. Yes, I think yep. I think uh, Sidney Lumet is in that one as a boy, isn't he? Uh, yeah, he I in think that one? you see his face, a yeah. building is burning. Yeah, and very young Sidney Lumet. The, the beautiful thing is that that, that, uh, that was, suppo- that was a, supposed to be a searing, and it was, a searing social drama by Clifford Odets about the ghetto, the life in the, in the slums, and the Dead End Kids appeared in that, and the outcome of it was it was great to be a Dead End Kid, and they made lots of comedy. And I love the Dead End Kids, much like Abbott and Costello in this series. The Dead End Kids were these kids in a gang, and they're like, you know, they're like in their early 50s. (laughs) (laughs) That's all. Towards the very end. They have the alcoholic lines in their face. And then, wasn't Leo Gorsi's father in them as well? Uh, Yes, uh, that was Bernard Bernard Gorsi. Bernard Gorsi. He played like the the luncheonette owner. Dave, this is is more than you wanted to know. I'm sorry, sorry. Louis Louis Dombrowski? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're crazy boys in my soda shop. Uh, there are two movies. There are two Bogart movies where he plays someone named Rick and he has a sidekick named Sam. You'll get this one. Name I know one of them. Okay. Bernard Gorsi, his father was a Jew. <laughs> yeah. Dave, did you know that? Do you know yes. that? Two uh, movies okay. where he played. I, I, I knew Lauren Bacall was a Jew. Yes. 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 Gilbert's proud Jew. of that. I'm trying Way to better. corner you here on this one. Go ahead, quick. Uh, uh, so Humphrey Bogart played a character named Rick, and he had a side a person assisting him named Sam. Named both movies. You're making that shit up. I'm not. Yeah. Well, one is obviously oh, Casablanca. One is Casablanca. So there is. So this is a real question. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Casablanca. You've already named the movie. I did. Yes. Across the Pacific. Yes. He. There's a Chinese fellow who says, "Oh, much trouble. Always much trouble, Rick." Look and at his this. name is Sam. Nice. Oh, the great Rupert Holmes, good. ladies and gentlemen. Very good. See how about that? From from no small affair to across the Pacific, <laughs> without have, without like taking a, a breath. I would have liked to have been across the Pacific when we were making no small affair. Yeah. Dave, you're the best. We appreciate this. Anytime. And if I could bring it full circle, uh, doesn't isn't there a Rupert and Humphrey Bogart connection? Uh, yes, but you're you're that very... was a Paul Williams song. <laughs> the Rupert Humphrey okay. collection. No, there's a lot of there's a, connection. There's, there's a lot of connections, one but the one I think you're we're th- the, one. the on. Rupert Holmes connection. <laughs> it's descended yes, the, into chaos. The, what I, is the connection? I, the, the connection is was a decision I made in ten seconds that changed the course of my life. 
which is, as I was about to sing yeah. the, a song called Escape, which was not called the Pina Colada song, as I was about to sing it and sing the chorus of If You Like Humphrey Bogart and Getting Caught in the Rain, oh, which is yes. what I wrote yes. at the last minute, 10 seconds before I sang the vocal, which is the vocal you hear on the record, first vocal, I changed it from Humphrey Bogart to Pina Colada. I assume that's what you meant. Exactly. Yes, it was. That Thank is a life-changing event. Yeah. yeah, Dave, you know your shit. We're impressed. Thanks for the call, pal. I try. Come back and do another Thank mini you. with your buddy Seidel. Would love to. Okay, we'll do it. Thank you. Oh, that was fun. Seidel we, sitting right here. He said no. We went. <laughs> I don't know. If that's we, so. we went down twelve <laughs> rabbit holes there during one call. <laughs> Who's up next? We're trying to get as many people in. Everyone as we can. dropped. They were like, I don't want to. You know, they quit. They no, gave no, up. No, we're going to go all the way to two one seven, Darrow. Two one seven, Darrow. Uh, that's in uh, Illinois. 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 Is Darrow right? Illinois. You are on. I think. There you go. Hello. Hello. How are you? Are we talking to Illinois? This is uh, Don Gerard in Champaign, Illinois. How about that, Dara? Don, how are you? The Honorable Don Gerard. Exactly right. Thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate you uh, knowing your, uh, your your decorum. Don, thanks Thank for you. calling in. Say hi to the great Rupert. Uh, you know, Rupert was the first guest I heard on this show, and it was my test, my litmus test, where I said, if they can make the uh, Pina Colada song, or I was actually thinking the Humphrey Bogart song, interesting, <laughs> uh, <laughs> then, then, this, then I'm going to stick with it. And it was just fascinating. I loved the episode, and now I've listened to every single one, and I'm, I'm up to date now. That's so right. We owe you a some episodes. I'm, I'm basically here to do that for the guys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they were actually just yeah, playing. The, yeah. They were actually just listening to it themselves alone at home, and they said, you know, let's bring in Rupert and get in champagne. By the Illinois. way, did the guy downstairs oh. tell you that he was a big fan yes, when you did. checked in? And I thought he, I thought maybe you told him to say uh, that. No, I said I just told him who was coming. <laughs> okay, well, he, know, he loved nice. the song all on his own. <laughs> what do you got for us, Don? Well, I have one actually. I'm going to lob it up just for Rupert because I, oh, I, I I know uh, uh, Gilbert hasn't heard this song, and I. I I'd, I'd be surprised if Frank knew, but I think Gilbert's. I, I think uh, Rupert's going to get this one. I don't know. Go so, ahead. Uh, Eric, Eric Stumpy Joe Childs, the second Spinal Tap drummer, uh, died by choking on vomit, <laughs> and he was replaced by Peter James Bond, who famously uh, spontaneously combusted while playing at the Isle of Lucy bla uh, Blues Jazz, alternately Jazz Blues Festival. <laughs> jazz Fusion, yes. Jazz Fusion. Which, which yeah, one was Ed Begley yeah, Jr. Well, playing? He was the Earl, first one. He was the first drummer. I think he was he the was, one who did fl the flower people. Right. Correct, correct. Who was the real-life drummer who uh, portrayed uh, Peter James Bond? <sighs> Boy, I'm, I, I, I really... I, I, I'm going to... Uh, was it possibly Rick Morata? It was not. Can you give me the first Nor name? Was it Ricky, that, that, it was it Ricky Fatar. I remember Rick Morata. Rick Morata. Yeah. And he was the drummer in No Small Affair. Yes, I remember his work. Uh, can you... Can you give me the first... Can you give me the hint? Yeah, give me a hint, and if it's Ringo, I can well, get what, it. <laughs> <laughs> was it Keith Moon? Well, what kind of hints do you want? Um... You want initials? You want uh, no, his no, other initials of it, I, No, no, I don't read. Give him an initial. Give first me, initial. It's uh, a real, okay, it's a real K. RK. Is his last name O? No, it's RK. <laughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> okay, I don't know. You got me. We're, we're stumped. Gilbert's never seen the movie. Uh, and, 
I have I have met this gentleman a number of times, and I'm uh, uh, reasonably good friends with his summertime employer, Lyle Lovett. It is Russ Kunkel. Russ, the great oh, Russ Kunkel. Oh, Where did I just not get say that? that. Uh, Russ Kunkel playing Gee, on hey, playing on those Linda Ronstadt and James Simon, Taylor records. James the, Taylor. Yeah, of course. Every, every record of the '70s. Everyone. Yeah. But he was Warren so. Zivon. I was a New York person in that period, and I worked with all the studio musicians, but rarely did I get to work with, I think Russ was pretty much L.A., wasn't he? Yeah, West Coast. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I, the only yeah, time, yeah, the only time well, I worked, when I worked on um, uh, the Streisand, when I did the Streisand album, Lazy Afternoon, that I started working with the L.A. drummers there, how Blaine had moved out there, but that, he was on everything. Yeah, we tried, but Russ we tried to get him here. Bril- he's a brilliant musician. To riff, so- love Russ Kunkel. On, the, on those Ronstadt yeah, well, albums, right, Russ Kunkel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And David yeah, Lindley's on those I, I, albums. Yeah. Waddy Wachtel. And, and brilliantly produced by uh, yep. and, Andrew Gold. Yes. Andrew Gold, who uh, whose father wrote the Ernest theme Gold. from uh, Exodus. Exodus. And whose mother is Marty, Marty Nixon, Nixon, who did the voice of. You know it, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. There you go. Did there we? Go. Did we? Uh, well, I sure. I sure appreciate the opportunity to uh, to stump you guys. I thought. I thought you'd get that one. No, but, it was a uh, wonderful question. It's an honor to. Uh, it's, it will finally be, motivate uh, Gilbert to, to watch this is Spinal Tap. <laughs> watch <laughs> the damn movie, Gilbert. Watch we've, the damn we've had movie. three people on this show who are in that movie, and he still hasn't yeah. watched it. I, I know. refuse to. I know. <laughs> my my uh, my first comedy thriller on, that we did at the Pasadena Playhouse that ended up going to Broadway had two thirds of Spinal Tap, and it was Michael McKeon and Harry Shearer. Oh boy, and you cast did, well. Wow, yeah, fantastic. well, they, yeah. they we cast on arrival. They said they'd do it, and I said, uh, wow. two two comic geniuses. Yeah, they are. Don, thank you so much for the call, pal. We'll see. On, on Facebook. All right. Take care, fellas. Bye-bye. That was a good one. That's you know, fun, fun trivia, since that was from Champaign, Illinois. Do you know, you know the trivia here? If you're not from Champaign, Illinois, you can only call yourself Sparkling, Illinois. I don't <laughs> did, know if you knew that. If did you're not know that. from Champaign, Illinois. <laughs> Has it already gotten to that point in the evening? <laughs> <laughs> and there's no alcohol here, which is... So we're going to take a trip all the way to area code 973. Dara 973. That's my that's my hometown. New Jersey. All right, here we go. Who's Caller. on the line, please? You are on the air. Hey, guys, it's JP from Parsippany, New Jersey. Parsippany. Rupert, do you have any Parsippany trivia? Um, I thought I did, but I don't. I have, I have Piscataway <laughs> trivia, <laughs> but I do not Piscataway. have Parsippany. No. How are you, JP? Welcome to I'm the welcome hey, to the inaugural trivia night trivia call-in show. Do you have anything to stump these two gentlemen with me, or me? Well, Frank, the first thing first thing I've got right here next to me, I'm one of the rare people that actually owns a Papillon Zuzu autograph. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Do you know what Papillon Zuzu is? She's the me so horny, me she's so horny. She's the Asian actress <laughs> in Full name, Metal Jacket, her, uh, and yeah. I've been trying to get her on this podcast, <laughs> and Frank keeps saying to me. So what? You're gonna get her to say me so horny, and that's gonna be it for the hour. Where do you go? Where do you go with that? And, and I and I pretty much said, uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty J- much. JP, where did you get her autograph, and how's her English? I actually, I never met her. I bought her autograph at the uh, Chiller Convention. A couple oh, years ago. Okay. all right. <laughs> okay, I see. So she's elusive as ever. <laughs> Thrown in with a Miyashi Umeki. And she can be purchased. Autograph. Exactly. All right, JP, good stuff. What do you got for us? Try to stump these boys. Here's what I got for you. Um, so six actors have been nominated for playing, have been Oscar nominated for playing the same character in more than one movie. Oh Can my you name that? God! Okay, the, well, one's easy, John Wayne. Six 
Wait a minute. John Wayne played, didn't he play Rooster Cogburn twice? Is it, is it, wait a second, let me see if I can clarify the question. Okay, yeah, sorry. Could you, could you be more specific about the question? This, the, the, an actor, different actors were nominated to, oh, for playing the same part, like Abe Lincoln? No, the, I guess the question is more like the same actor played the same character in more than one movie. So if it's like, John Wayne, then Jeff Bridges was also Rustacobo. The same mean? actor was the same. Okay, so uh, just so I'm clear, so Sean so, Connery playing James you, Bond is what you mean? Like Something similar to that. Here, I'll, yeah, I'll give okay, you so, one. Okay. So, for example, Sylvester Stallone was nominated twice for playing Rocky. Right. Okay. So you want a, you want an actor that was way. nominated six times for playing the same role? Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Do I have it? Uh, six actors were nominated twice for playing right. the same role. Now, oh, six I'm actors. Blurring here. I'm blurring here. Okay. So I'm, was I'm totally Rooster blurring. Cogburn a, a standalone character, or he, did he? I think he played. It was a true grit, true grit, true grit. and then what? Then then, and Rooster, then Rooster Cogburn. Cogburn. Is it John Wayne? Is one of them? John Wayne's one. John. John Wayne was not one of them. No. Not one. Yeah. Okay, okay, so we we established that Stallone was one. Well, you need a series, but usually series movies don't get Oscar. That's nominations. what I mean. That's what that's what makes that's it a, a very interesting that's what question. Makes it a fun question. You know, I mean, Warner Oland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never, and the Oscar goes to Sidney Toller. Are these all males or or actresses? And the Oscar goes to Roland Winter. <laughs> <laughs> say say again, JP. Five males. We've got five males and we have one female. Five males and f- one female, and they were nominated twice for it, playing the same part. And they were nominated both times or one time in that role? I or am they... all fucking confused here. No, I know. I think it's no, just it's narrowing just it down. Like, it's like, like Stallone was nominated twice for playing Rocky. Uh, it's an actor that was nominated for playing the same part movies. more than once in separate uh, movies. But, we're, but we are not saying, just so I'm clear, are we... We're not saying that they won the Oscar each time they played that, when the two times they played that role. Nominated. Nomin- oh, these are nominations. Nominations. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Yep. That makes it harder. Okay, yes, it does. Can you give us an era? I mean, I... <laughs> are we talking about 60s, 70s, uh, 50s? It spans the entire... I mean, but going back... Uh, all of these people who were Oscar really nominated... They were Oscar-nominated yep. at least once in the role that we're trying to f- identify that they played more than once? Yes, more Not than once. Not just that they got one once in their career. No, they were nominated twice for the same part. At twice? Yeah. Two Oscar nominations, for the same, same For the same role. Boy, this is a fascinating question. It's a fascinating question. I have was, no was idea. Was Al Pacino one? Oh, yeah, that's Correct, good. Gilbert. You're Gilbert. right there. Gilbert. Ah, Gilbert. Son of a Okay, bitch. so then can, I, can we offer R- Robert Duvall as well? Robert Duvall. Not on the list. Okay. Fuck you, leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Stallone you gave us. We have Pacino. Wow. This Who is repeated? so hard. People are screaming at their devices. Who repeat? Well, uh, you know, Godfather, the rare film that had sequels that was a prestige film yes. that would that would That's, that would generate n- multiple nominations, which, uh, which, which rarely happens. Rarely happens. Jaws 3, The Apology. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, not sir. Yeah, no, no I'm not going to say Roy Scheider twice. How about Gene Hackman twice for the French for playing Popeye Doyle? Nope, not on the list. Worth a shot. Oh wow. Hmm. In the interest of time, we're each going to yeah. take one guess, and then we'll 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 cry, Uncle. Okay. 
Is there another one from the 70s that we didn't name? I'm going to try to narrow you down to my favorite era. Uh, no. Okay. Zigfield. Uh, William Powell. William Powell? Not on the list, sorry. That should be. How many times did Spencer Tracy play... Uh, Father, Father Father Flanagan. That I try that. Spencer, Spencer Tracy? Tracy was a shoe in for an Oscar nomination every year. Sorry, Frank, not on the list either. <laughs> Want to go through the answers? We're taking. We're, I guess we'll have to. We'll have to. We'll have to. We'll, ha- we'll have to turn all the cards yeah, over. Let's start with the yeah. A's and then work. Okay, what do we got? All right, so we got Bing Crosby for Father O'Malley. Oh yeah, Bing Crosby well, going my like way and, and the Bells of St. Mary's. Mary's. Okay, good. Yep. Peter, o- Peter O'Toole for King Henry II. He was nominated Lion, in, in Lion, Lion and Winter. Winter. And what's the second one? The second one, I didn't have. I didn't realize I had to do that much research. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! What are you, Paul, Paul Rayburn? <laughs> it was. It was called Lawrence of Winter. <laughs> Who's the other actors? Who are the other actors? The other two actors were, it was Paul Newman as Fast Eddie Felsen. Paul oh, Newman oh, as Fast yes, Eddie Felsen. Very good. Oh, I should have gotten that. There you go. Okay, what else? Yeah, that, I thought, and then the last one was more recent. It was uh, Kate Blanchett playing Queen Elizabeth. Queen, oh, yeah. Kate ah, Blanchett. Right. Very good. Excellent question. Really good yeah. question. We'll let you hang right. on the Peter O'Toole. We'll let, you, we'll let you slide by on that Peter O'Toole one. That feels a little shaky. But the, great, great question, JP. Oh, really good. Yeah, uh, my pleasure. Thanks for Thanks, having me. Thanks, man. Guys. Thank you so much. On the plus side, we found Take the new Paul. So that's <laughs> yeah, that <was> okay. Fun. <laughs> I, I love that. I didn't know I was going to have to do research. <laughs> we are we're getting a lot of New York calls tonight. <laughs> I love that. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. Here's another New Yorker. Okay, what do we got? Who's on the line, please? You got me. New Yorker. You got, hi, my name's Emil. I'm a New Yorker, too. I'm from the Bronx. Emil! You guys are good. How's it going, guys? Thank you for calling, you man. Too, you guys are too good, especially Rupert. They should rename the show. Rupert, uh, you know everything about trivia. You're As a playing. matter of fact, my question was going to be uh, Bogart's uh, Dr. X question, but uh, no, that wouldn't have worked. Okay. But I have something else. I got my I got my B material. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> let's let's, let's say, say, say your na- say your name again. I didn't catch it. Emil. 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 Okay, Emil. Let's hear the B material. Okay, uh, B movies, right, and B materials, Good. right? Yeah. These, anyway, these are B movie uh, experts. I re- okay. I recently uh, heard your episode with uh, Jeff Abrams and uh, Bert Kern. Yes. About death and all that stuff. So yes. I guess this question's about that, and it's a honeymoon question too. I don't know somebody else. I had a honeymoon question, but here it goes. Where is the raccoon's burial grounds? In Bismarck, uh, North, North Dakota. Dakota. Oh, God. There you go. <laughs> 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 the material. <laughs> wow. That's a, that, that's, a, that's a layup for the likes the of us, Emil. Yeah. The hour wait and 150 times I tried to call this number. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry you called that many times. <laughs> it was all worth it. it I'm it was so all sorry. It was you have a beautiful speaking voice on the phone. You do. If well, it makes you feel any better. Bless your heart. Thank you well, for thank you well, for thank, pa- you. thank you for patiently waiting and calling that many times. We appreciate it. Not a problem. A lot of fun, guys. Bye bye. That was fun. See, Rupert, they're full of compliments for you. Uh, that's very nice. Yes. Very nice. Gilbert and I said that. I think we all shouted that at the same time. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who's the next victim, Frank? Dara 610? Dara 610? Oh, that's Pennsylvania. 
Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Philadelphia. All right, let's yeah. see. It's the Keystone State. Who are we talking to? Hello. Hello. Hey, it's Gene Beretta. Hi. Gene Beretta. Gene, identify yeah, identify right. yourself. Gene is a, I'll do it for him. Gene is an award-winning uh, children's book author and illustrator. He does wonderful work. He's a big fan. He's the he's the gentleman who drew your your Caesar Romero with the orange wedges. Oh, that's thank you. Framed in your living room. <laughs> thank you. And he's got a bird that stays on his shoulder the whole yes. time. Right? What yes. What part of what part of Pennsylvania are you, are you from, Gene? Um, right outside of Philadelphia in Bryn Mawr. Gene, Gene, plug you your latest plug, plug your latest children's book. As long as we got you. What are you hitting on me or something? Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my latest one, um, The Bat Can Bat, a book of homonyms. Terrific. You've t- how many books have you published? Uh, well, I've, I've written 12 and illustrated about 30. Oh, you, like should, that. you should see his work. He's very talented. Okay. I'd love to. Gonna st- you want to try to stump the boys? Yeah, this is this is pretty obscure. So if it's too obscure, <laughs> I have Come it. to the right place. You have a, you have a backup <laughs> one? <laughs> yeah, I do. I have a backup one. It could be a bonus if you like. Okay. Right. So Sissy Spacek, Sissy Spacek met her husband. Um, Jack Fisk. Claimed production designer. Yep, Jack Fisk. They met on Badlands in 1972. Hell of a movie. And then they also worked together. They worked together on Carrie in 1976. But between those two films, Raggedy Man. They worked. No. Okay. They worked <laughs> on film. Jack directed that one. <laughs> right. So between those two films, they worked together. Uh, on a film on which Sissy was not an actress but a set dresser. What was that film? Wow. Oh my God! Never between we'll get be, that. between what did you say? Which between which movies? Between Carrie and between Badlands and Badlands. Terrific movie, between, Badlands. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Terrence Martin Malick. Sheen, right? Terrence Malick. Uh, she worked as a as a you production. You know, I never leave a movie house without seeing who the set dresser was. In the <laughs> I just want to say, people, I say, sit down. We haven't got the set dresser credit yet. There it, you want to see you want to see a really good obscure uh, movie that carry that uh, Sissy Spacek's in Prime Cut Prime with Gene Cut. Hackman, yeah. directed oh, by yeah. Michael Ritchie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's not the answer. Three Women's a good one too. Yes, yeah. I thought you were going for the one that Jack Fisk directed. That she was in. So, what is the answer, sir? The answer is the Phantom of Paradise. The Phantom, Phantem of, of Paradise, Paradise with our friend Paul Jessica Williams, Jessica Harper. Yes, our what a guess she would make. Is a Which I just, I just saw it at a drive-in theater. So Very good. That was supposed was really to be stopped. called Phantom of the Fillmore, and they couldn't get the name. So they really, make, yeah, good. absolutely. I went to an. That was the beginning of my like uh, recording career, and I got to go to an advanced scre- screening of it. Met Paul Paul Williams, who I later wrote a couple songs with. Yeah, uh, but that was supposed to be called Phantom of the Fillmore. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, Winter comes and the nights go colder. If some people <laughs> get wise, but you just get older and you never listen to them. That's the hell of it. <laughs> <laughs> nothing ventured, nothing gained. Nothing, you're, bit, you're lousy in bed. You're bad. Look what you've goodbye, caused, Gino. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. I, we I all to, came I, to say goodbye. I, I once turned to Paul and said, say, do you remember that great evening when we were at uh, Patty Farrell's house? He said, wait, was this the 70s? <laughs> <laughs> That's Paul. That's it. <laughs> Gene, thanks so much. What was the backup? What was the backup question? 
All right, here it is. Speaking of musicians, in in the crowd scene in Monty Python's Life of Brian, there's a brief glimpse. <laughs> George of a, Harrison. A brief glimpse of a fame. Oh, you got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He also used to give the oh, money. Money. You put up the, <laughs> to make those you, movies. You yeah. put up the money. You get he, to be in the crowd. Yeah, scene. you put up the money. Thank you, man. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Check out Gene Beretta's books, everybody. Thank you, Gene. Thank you. Oh, that was fun. All right, Frank. We're we're. Oh, okay. We got plenty of time left. Let's see how many we can get in. We're gonna go all the way back to New York area. A lot of New York or Brooklyn. Okay, seven one eight. You're on. Yep, seven one eight. We have to guess that one. Welcome to the trivia show. Who do we have? Oh, hello. I'm on. Hello. 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 Who, you're on. Who is hey. this? <laughs> this is Ernest the Third from Staten Island, New York. We know you, Ernest the Third. Welcome to the show. How I'm are you? I'm absolutely honored that you know me. I'm doing okay. How are you guys? Say hi to the talented Rupert Holmes. Hello, Rupert. Hello. There's always uh, a long pause. Have you noticed that every time you say, (laughs) say hi to the great Rupert Holmes, there's like an eight-second silence. (laughs) Although there is is a big lag with the phone system. Is there a lag? Yeah. yeah, When they say, say hello to Rupert Holmes, and they all go, is that one of the trivia questions? That's me, Paul. Uh, Mr. Holmes, but I'm not a fan of pina coladas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had never drunk one when though. I wrote the song. Is, though, and she's not even a drinker. <laughs> what, what's your uh, question, anyway. Ernest? Um, well, well, first of all, I think Gilbert Gottfried was uh, robbed that he wasn't nominated for, for a problem Charles 1 and 2. Yes, but never mind. clearly. <laughs> clearly. The, the bias okay. against the comedies continues in the Academy. <laughs> what's the trivia question, pal? That's true. That's true. Well, uh, it has to do with the uh, with the TV show I Love Lucy and character actors. You've come to the right place, Mister. That's okay. Mister Holmes' sweet spot. You think it is, but uh, I just, <laughs> it's okay, a question let's see. about. Now, now are you familiar with the fact that Cesar Romero fucked Desi Arnaz and Danny Thomas had thing for glass coffee table? Yes, yes. Aware yes. Of that. Okay, <laughs> what, what's the Lucy question? We're we're running short on time. All right. Well, there was an episode. Um, one of the Hollywood episodes called Don Juan is shelved. Sure, where and he was working is, for Dory Sherry. Right, and yeah, but but the question is, you know, people think that Dory Sherry, the real Dory Sherry, was in that episode. He but was he not. Wasn't. What ca- what character actor played him instead? Oh God, I can picture his face, and I don't know his name. I know, and I'm right with he, you. Uh, Ricky I have goes some clues. If you want some clues, yeah, clues are good. Clues are good. Ricky goes to L.A. to play yeah, Don Juan. I know. This is the yeah. Richard Widmark era. The whole right? Richard Widmark. The, the, the grapefruit. Bill the Holden and the yeah, Brown Derby. Right. Richard Widmark. Richard, Richard. Yeah. yeah. Okay, give, give us some clues. clues. All right. Well, 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 besides that, there's also, for bonus points, there is, a, there is another connection that this character actor has to the show, which I'll get to. But, but the clues are he was in North by Northwest. Okay. He was in the mating game. Hold on. Was it Leo G. Carroll? No. No. No, was it Leo G. No, hold on. Was it. And uh, he was in a Twilight Zone episode. He was in a Twilight Zone episode called Spur of the Moment from 1964. Ooh, this is very good. And he was in three big movies. He was in three big movies with Burt Lancaster, Come Back Little Sheba, From Here to Eternity, and Elmer Gantry. I know his face, and I couldn't place his name Uh, for the life of me. Philip Ober? Philip Ober? Right. Philip Ober! Oh, my God! Hey! Hey, and for Rupert, bonus points, hey, sir, Mr. Hey. Holmes, Mr. Godfrey, Mr. Santo Padre, what other connection does this does Philip Ober have to this show? To which show? To which show? Actually, Philip Ober I had another Lucy. connection to I Love Lucy. You're saying? Yeah. 
And it's a big one, too. He fucked S.E.R. <laughs> okay, Philip Ober. Philip Ober. Close, close. He was uh, married close. to Mary Jane married. Croft. Philip, Philip Ober's no, the guy. No, he was married at the time to the late great Vivian Vance, Ethel, Mer- Ethel Mertz herself. Oh, wow. Wow. That's a great yeah, question. That's, that's good. Who, Excellent. The, if you couldn't get the chief... Oh, he was in that movie too. Philip, who played the chief on uh, blank for momentarily? On what? On uh, Get Smart. Ed Platt. Uh, Ed Platt. Ed Platt. Ed. Ed Platt and Philip uh-huh. Ober were both in North by Northwest. You're but right. If you, wow. could, if you couldn't get Ed yeah, Platt, you right. got Philip Ober. Yeah. Yes, they very were, good. They, yeah, very good. Boy, that's a great Ernest, question. Ernest, terrific question. Thank you, man. Good stuff. I am honored. Thank Th- you so thanks much. Thanks for guys. the call. I I, it's our honor. Thank you. All right, Philip Ober questions. Philip Ober, that, did you expect Philip Ober and Russ Kunkel tonight? Russ Kunkel, I'm, I'm ashamed about Russ Kunkel. <laughs> okay. I'm ashamed about Russ. I should have known that. He's okay. one of the great. We'll have to invite Russ Kunkel on and apologize yeah. to him. Yeah, I, we, I didn't recognize him in Spinal Tap, and I'm a drummer. So okay, I, yeah. I didn't even know that was him. I knew Ed Begley Jr. was the, the yeah. Drummer. He was in the Give Me Some Money yeah. with the Flower People. Okay, what do we got? Area code two six zero. Dara two six zero. I'm gonna go with uh, Champaign, Illinois. No, it's no, not. Where, where's two six zero? Who do we? Who are we talking to? Hello. Yep. It's Rob Martinez speaking to you from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Rob Martinez, who who sends all the wonderful gifts. Yes. And the and the Christmas CDs. Janet. Thank you for all the swag you've sent, Rob. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good evening, Rupert. It's an honor talking to the person who had the last number one hit in the 1970s. I'm. It was. Uh, I it was all part of a plan. <laughs> That's good trivia in itself. <laughs> All part of a plan. Rob, good stuff. What do you got for us? Try to stump these boys. I have two questions, one for Gilbert and one for Rupert. Okay. I will start with Rupert. First. Can I have Gilbert's? <laughs> <laughs> go quick. In 1941, Lon Chaney Jr. <laughs> All right, go quick. Okay, Rupert, who is the oldest living composer to have a hit in the Billboard Top 5? The oldest living composer to have a Billboard hit. How, what what stretched are the Billboard top five since it started? Yes. Leroy Anderson. No. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, wait. Hold on. Are we... Okay, so how about uh, 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 Hooked on Classics and the oldest of those... Is this a classical composer who had a... Uh, oh, uh, Clementi. Clementi's 35th Sonatina was... Uh, turned into groovy kind of love by the my, uh, uh, Mindbenders. By, Wayne Mindbenders. Fontana and the Mindbenders. Is that what you think? Clementi's 35th Sonatina. He would be pretty old. He was older than, he goes back farther than Beethoven. Is that right? No. No. Well, video, <laughs> would you video. accept that it's a really good answer? <laughs> Is it Ed Norton? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, can you give me a hint? Just a quick hint. Dara thinks she knows. Sure. She, is it Billy One Ray Cyrus? Billy Ray Cyrus? No, no, a composer. No. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't hear what you were saying. It was a one. It was a one-hit wonder in 1983. Okay. And the video was pulled. Billy Bob Thornton. No, say, no, let, him, let him finish the question. Go ahead. The, the video was pulled thanks to background actors in blackface. Uh, was it? Was it? Is it is it putting on the Ritz or uh, tacos putting on the Ritz? Absolutely correct. Oh, Absolutely gee, tacos. Yeah, that's Irving Berlin. So the answer is Irving Berlin. Irving Berlin. Well, he I, was ninety-five years old. In but it's a trick question. Well, it's a. I mean, uh, yeah. There's. Oh, but I guess top but a, five. But, but a song five, made yes. the Billboard charts, yeah, and I, he was yeah, still living, and he was still alive. Okay, what's the question for Gilbert? Pretty good. Yeah. Lived to be a hundred. Gilbert. Yeah. Uh, on the recent. Litigious. On the recent podcast about. <laughs> 
on the recent podcast uh, about celebrities uh, and musicians who died on stage, the name of Joey Ross was mentioned. Yeah, he yep. died of a heart attack in 1982 while performing in the clubhouse of his apartment building in Los Angeles. Who delivered his eulogy? Who delivered Joey Ross's eulogy? Ritzig. Russ Kunkel. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Jo- Joey Ross for a while teamed up with um, Fred Gwynn. No, 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 he did. No, towards the end of his career, he was te- a comedy team with uh, Ross, Steve Rossi, but w- of Alan right. and Rossi. Joey Ross and Steve Rossi. Yes, I think so. Uh, was it? A, can I ask you? Was it a comedy partner of his? Was it someone? Uh, is, no, no, it was not a com- not a comedy partner doing the no. eulogy. It wasn't Nat Hyken who predeceased him. Oh, Nat Hyken hated no. and hated him. He yeah. hated him. Yeah, I know was, Steve Rossi. Uh, no. Go ahead. The first hint is uh, he is a contemporary of Gilbert. Jeez. A contemporary of Gilbert's? Georgie Jessel? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you mean a comic of Gilbert's <laughs> era, like Gabe Kaplan? Yes. Yes. Was it, Holy. Up to that point, he was best was known it as Belzer? a comedian on TV shows. Was it Richard Belzer? Close. Wasn't Belzer. Close. The second hint, and this is going to give it away, he had a very prominent mandible. Jay Leno. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, David, yes. David, uh, David Leno. Brenner. Jay, Jay Leno. Leno? Jay, Jay Leno. Wait a minute. Jay, Jay Leno gave the eulogy at Joey Ross's funeral? That's correct. I would like to hear Gilbert. <laughs> oh, you Jay are, Leno. What? Where do you? Joey Ross. Where did you come you know, up with? <laughs> he was on, uh, he was on Comedy Floor. <laughs> he was on Comedy Floor. I mean, everybody wants that. <laughs> I read somewhere. I read somewhere that uh, Joey Ross was in uh, was an actor. That's I read that somewhere that he was an actor, and uh, you know, and he done that. He was a caveman. He was a caveman. It's about and, time. Uh, it's, it's about, about time. time. Sherwood Schwartz. Because I, I read somewhere that they used to have cavemen. Where, where did you come up with this, Rob? Imogene Coca and Joey Ross. Yes, right. right. And Sherwood, Sherwood Schwartz. Uh, Frank a letter. That's it is a, verified on Wikipedia. It is verified on Wikipedia. Well, it must be true if it's on Wikipedia. Uh, yeah, no, God. We're going to call Jay and <laughs> verify this one. Great question, man. Thank you so much for hey, calling. That's fascinating. Have you, a great night. You stumped them both. Thanks, Thank guys. you, Rob. Appreciate wow. it. Wow. <laughs> what, what would have prompted that? No, Joey I, Ross was loathed by a lot of people. <laughs> Everyone hated him. Really? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Jay, Jay was making movies back then. He oh, was you, in yeah, that, yeah, the Silver were, Bears. Oh, did and the, what was that? Oh, yeah, Carlos Century movie. So he, it was when he was way down on the totem pole. Yeah, what he was, was that? making movies. Cop movie. Collision yes. Course oh, with Pat Morita. Yeah. Oh, jeez, yeah. yeah. yes. Oh. See, nobody asked me the shit I know. No, I, you know what? I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking of I'm thinking Jay Leno now, but Joey Ross passed away quite a... 82. Yeah. Yeah. Right, eighty-two, eighty-three. Nat Hyken was a very good guess. Yes, but he, but he, but, but he didn't like. But him. he hated he his guts. Hated. Okay, Frank, what do we have next? This one just says inmate from Litchfield Correctional Facility. Let's, <laughs> okay. let's have a listen and uh, see. Welcome back, listener. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on the line, please? Uh, it's Liz, our first, our first lady calling in. I was going to say we're going to get through this whole the, show the without a single woman calling the show. Said something. Hi, oh Liz. God. How are you? Hey, I'm fabulous. Say hello to the wonderful Rupert Holmes. We will now observe a moment of Hi, silence. Rupert Holmes. Hi there. How are you? <laughs> you don't have to say anything to Gilbert. We understand. <laughs> <laughs> What's your question? 
All right. Who played the voice of the car in my mother's car? I got it. Car? I got it. Southern. I got yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. And who was her? And who was the the guy? Who was the guy? Jerry Van Dyke. Jerry Van Dyke. Yeah. Right. And who was Ann Southern married to? Oh God! No, the, the actress yeah. Tisha Sterling <laughs> was the daughter of Ann Southern, and who? That was her daughter. It's not Robert Sterling. Robert Sterling. That's how our day began. Robert, Robert Sterling. Sterling. Full Robert, circle. So he wasn't married to Ann Jeffries. Ann Southern. And Ann Southern. Yeah. Okay. So what was his relationship oh with God. Ann Jeffries? Were they just? I think husband? I have this right. We don't have time. Paul's not here. We don't have anybody to Google it. <laughs> I thought, like that what? matters. <laughs> Well, Tisha Sterling, where would the Sterling come from otherwise? Tisha right? Sterling, yeah. I believe, was the daughter of Ann Southern. And uh, what kind of car I was, was the, right. what kind right. of car was the car in My Mother the Car? Was it, was it a I Mac? don't know. It was an old one. Yeah, I was don't it, was it You're too good. Oh, my Lord. Was Do the you Max remember one? who she worked for? Do you remember who she worked for when she was in private my private secretary? Private secretary was, you know, she who? married him. She married him in the series, right? Yeah. And I On can't, the last episode. I can't remember who it was. Who was it? Honey, but no. Do you, know, do you know what her her boss's name was? What was it? Peter Sands. Peter Sands. Peter Sands. This is good stuff. By the way, the car was a porter. It was a porter. And, and the, my mother, the car. Wow. Yes, it's in the theme song. It is. Liz, good stuff. We oh appreciate this. Anytime. Tell Dara I say hi. She's right here Dara. waving. Dara says hi back. Hey, Dara. <laughs> Rupert had that one, too. I, 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 to I rudely cut him off. <laughs> no, it's okay. It was, an, it, was, it was an easy one. Yeah. It was an easy one. Thank you so much, Liz. <laughs> and Southern right. made a whole okay. string of movies. Bye, guys. Was it Torchy? Did she play characters? Torchy, I think. Torchy. Like, yeah. 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 Very good stuff. Okay, Frank, who else is on the line? Dara 906. What do you think? 906. Uh, Thank God a woman I called. <laughs> Uh, I'd class this up. 906 is from the one. 906? The only. 906 is in Upper Michigan. Rupert has some Upper Michigan trivia. <laughs> He's got some stuff on Battle Creek oh, that'll rock your world. <laughs> who, who are we talking to? Well, uh, my name is Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Welcome to the show. Thanks for calling. Say hi to Gilbert and Roop. Hi there, Ryan. Hi, Gilbert. Hi, Roop. Hi. What do you got for us, Ryan? Try to stump us. It hasn't been hard tonight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is about one of my favorite uh, character actors. Oh, we love um, character actors. He, he was in four episodes of The Twilight Zone. He was also in the movie Psycho. And he was on the show Not MacGyver. Not Martin Boltzum. What? No. Not Martin Balsam. Okay, four times on Twilight Zone, but also in Psycho. Oh, John Anderson? John Anderson. Yes, yes. <laughs> Look at this guy. Yes. Wow. Yeah, he, good. <laughs> yes, John wow. Anderson, who he's the guy who sells her the car. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, That's very good. And he and he is yes, also the California pilot. Charlie. Yeah, yeah. And he is also the pilot on Twilight Zone where he can't, he keeps trying to land and they go back in time. He, they look down and they yeah, see the world. Yeah, 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 that one. That's yeah. John Anderson. And yeah. Do you know the other Twilight Zones? I mean, he was in them a lot. He usually played we uh, played a lot of Western characters. The, you know. uh, pa Passage for Trumpet. He's in Passage for Trumpet Trump. with uh, Klugman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very good. Yeah. I'm really pleased. Brian, and, terrific and, question. John Anderson. I did okay, I, I got one, one more. Go quick. Okay, um, what Mary Tyler Moore show oh. actor was in a Twilight Zone episode uh, with Ted Jack Knight. Warden? 
Ted Knight. Yes, yes. <laughs> and also that in Psycho. One, yeah, that was the one where he's on the, he has a mechanical woman with Jack Warden. Yeah, yeah. He has a mechanical woman who keeps him company and he starts to believe she's alive. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wish I'd like to have that uh, robot. Oh, yes. I was watching, last night I watched a couple of episodes that could not even begin to air today of My Living Doll with Bob Cummings, oh, Bob Cummings and Julie, and Julie Newmar. Yeah. And I'm telling you, yeah. <laughs> by the 73rd frame yeah. of that episode, you were, it made, you were... It made My Dream of Jeannie look like a show from the Me Too yeah, era. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> right, I yeah. know. My Bob Cummings. <laughs> Bob Cummings, yeah, I got stories about Bob Cummings that I was oh, I, I just too. I found in my research. He right. fucked Desi Arnett. Stop no, it. stop, <laughs> stop that, stop that. Do you know Bob Cummings came over to this country pretending to be a British actor? I've heard that story. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a great autograph from him. Oh, good, good stuff. Ryan, good questions. Thank you so much for calling. And the autograph says from Bob Cummings <laughs> and Pappy on Tuesday. <laughs> Bob right. Cummings was in an early awesome. Charlie Chan movie. Very good. Thank Ooh. you, man. He was. Uh, Charlie Chan in London has, I think, Bob Cummings. Let's see if we can squeeze three more, in uh, Frank, in the last ten minutes. We're going to go all the way to 212 for A this A lot one. of 212. Ah. What up, 212? It's a very nice thing. Who are Hello? we speaking to? Uh, Gary. Hi, Gary. Say hi to Gilbert and Roop. Hi, Gilbert. Hi, Mr. Holmes. Hi. Hi there. How are you? And that's correct. You call him Gilbert, you call me Mr. Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Out of respect. Oh, yeah. Gary, what do you got for us? Can uh, you can you stump the brain trust, uh, the unstumpables? Uh, I got a movie question. What was the name of the character played by Bela Lugosi in The Island of Lost Souls? Gilbert? Oh, oh. was it... Uh, Doctor... Uh, wait, Island of Lost Souls? That's he was the lawman, I think, the... the oh, we're the, not talking about Island of Dr. Moreau. No, no. L Island L of Lost Souls, yeah. Lugosi and uh, Lionel Atwell in that? Is Island uh, Lost Souls? No, that, no, that, uh, that was uh, 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 Charles Lawton. Oh, Charles Lawton. The first Dr. Moreau. He was the keeper uh, yeah, of the Island of Lost Souls. Like the keeper of the law, is all I remember. What? You're close. It was the sayer of the law. The sayer of the law. Oh, okay. The sayer of the Very law. good. He was, the wolf, he was like a wolfman creature, in a way. What is the but, law? Uh, yeah, not to kill blood. Not to spill blood. That is the law. <laughs> Are we not men? <laughs> what is the law? Not to run on old force. That is the law. Are we not men? Does the Devo album Are We Not Men come from that? I'm sure it, it of must, that. right? I oh, and it the was. best part is when the animals decide to turn on them. Right. And, and they go... He he smacks the whip and he goes, "What is the law?" And Lagosi goes, "Law, no more." Oh, it's great <laughs> that's stuff. That's a great film. Good, good film, Gary. Great question. Thank you so much. Terrifying. Yeah, really terrifying. Yeah, not Thank you. Thanks for calling yeah. in, man. We appreciate it. Who's next, Frankie V? We're gonna go all the way to seven two zero. Seven two zero, Dara. Dara says Colorado. Dara says Colorado. Right? Are we right? Dara is absolutely correct. She's good. Well, she used to live in Pueblo. She's pointing to herself. Oh, right on. No, she never did. How do you <laughs> know that's Colorado? 
I went to University of Colorado. She went to University of Colorado. Where's that located? In Boulder. Boulder. Any Boulder trivia? Um, there was a, made of stone. There was a there was a Warren Zevon did an album called Stand in the Fire with a band called Boulder. That's all I got. I um I I I spoke at the Pikes Peak Writers Conference once, but I can't really dredge up any. <laughs> and I, and I, I, I thought you had trivia for every state in the I union. I do usually. Who are we speaking to, sir? Hey, this is Mike Kane. Mike Kane, welcome to the show, yeah, Mike Kane. So your real name is Michael Kane. Yeah, it actually is. But you didn't change it from Morris Micklewhite. <laughs> Mike, what do you got for us, pal? My real name is Alfie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's that all about? Laird Krieger is Gilbert's real name. What do you got for us? All right, I got a really short personal story that I wanted, I've wanted. i been wanting to share with Gilbert for a couple of decades now. Okay, I'm just going to leave the room if you, yeah. oh, go, if you If you can keep it to 30 seconds because we're trying to squeeze callers in. All right, uh, I'll try. So in, uh, in 1989, I was a high school senior, and uh, me and this girl that I was dating at the time, we come home from whatever we were doing, and we're in her place, and we're watching USA Up All Night, which was a relatively new show. Sure. And, uh, yeah, we're hanging out, we're making out, and... Uh, one thing leads to another. Uh-oh. And I get my first I get my first blowjob, which I was really excited about. You know, I, I knew but, I knew know, we were going here. All my attention is completely on <laughs> a little shortly afterwards. By the way, we blew I, the thirty uh, second rule. Huh? Yeah. You're way you're way over, Mike. Can you can you send this to us I'm in a text? <laughs> was no. what's the payoff? I look up afterwards and I notice Gilbert is like sitting in front of a fireplace in a study wearing a smoking jacket uh-huh. and, and he's talking up this movie called Return to the Killer Tomatoes. So you're saying to this day you can't get an erection unless you picture Gilbert in a smoking jacket. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was yeah, is that, the thr- that the gist of this? Him and me both. <laughs> <laughs> real, qu- real quick, what's the question? All right, in the movie Return of the Killer Tomatoes, which former podcast guest played the villainous Dr. Gangrene? Oh, God. Return of the Killer Tomatoes. I should know this. It's John Astin. It is. Yeah, very good. Damn it. Thank you. Very good. I'm good for something on occasion. That's great. Mike, thanks, and thanks for taking the show right into the gutter. (laughs) (laughs) We appreciate it. it I'm okay with that. Thank you. Now now I'll never get another erection. (laughs) All right, who who else can we squeeze in? I think he was just calling a brag. I think so, too. too, Well, Gilbert has that effect on men. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go to 310. 310, I know that one. Los Angeles. Who are we speaking to? Hey, guys. Yes. Bruce Tenenbaum. Bruce Tenenbaum. Hello, Bruce. Yes. You're in You're All in the right. greater L.A. area, are you not? Uh, greater, lesser, yeah. Pay your respects to the city. great Rupert Holmes and Gilbert Gottfried. Hey, Hello, can... gentlemen. Hello there. And your question is... Totally intimidated by your knowledge. I have, you know, I have some James Bond questions. James but... Bond questions. Oh, good. Oh, you've come good, to the good, right good. place. Good, good. Fire yeah. away. Who was yeah. the first James Bond? Okay, so the first Barry Nelson. Yes, you're right. I'm sorry. In in uh, in uh, Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Royale on TV. TV on TV. Yeah. The TV version. I thought I might get you with that. Wow, good job. Uh, tell, did you did he tell us? Did you tell us the question? Did you tell us your name, sir? No, no. I 
Yes, I Bruce Tannenbaum. Bruce Tannenbaum. Sorry, I didn't write it down. Go ahead, Bruce. Yeah. So since you guys know the first Bond books, who was the first actor to play Ernst Favreau Blofeld? Uh, Telly uh, Savalas? No, 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 no. Donald Pleasance. Oh, that's right. No, no, no. it's the other no. guy. No. It's um, Charles Gray. Charles Gray. No, but that's no. Pleasance nope, was first, Gray, and you only live twice. He's right. Tra Donald Pleasance oh, was wait, first. Oh, wait, wait. Unless you're talking, does he make an odd, never, the first time you see his face is in You Only Live Twice, and he's played by Donald Pleasance. Are you talking, that is, was correct. that the right answer? Well, that's the first time you see him. It's not the right answer. So he's, but he's he in Thunderball. Films before this. Yeah, he's in a couple of other films, but you don't see him. You, well, you see him. You, you see him stroking him a cat. Yeah, that's right. Okay, uh, um, is it an, is it an, a name we would know? I just always assumed it was an extra or something like that. No, he's an actor who's actually uh, actually appeared in the first Bond film, and he's been in a lot of movies. So I don't know if you know who he is, but yes, he's been around. What's uh, well, give us the initials? A D. Is it is it Albert something Aldo? <laughs> no. It's an Italian actor. No, that's uh, Thunderball. Uh, we give up. I don't know what he's doing, honestly. We give up. His name is Anthony Dawson. Anthony, Anthony Dawson is Dawson the man who's murdered in Dial M for Murder. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. By the way, I just... Okay, so you... you so, so really, Rupert is right. Donald Pleasance is the first time you actually see his face. It's the first time you see his face, correct, yeah. Okay, so it's a, he got you on a technicality. Give me, give, me, give me some credit on knowing Charles Gray. Give him some credit on Charles Gray. Charles Gray, too. Okay, what's the other Bond questions? Okay, the other one is a little bit more convoluted. Let's see if you can get it. There's a Bond movie in which Bond discuss, discusses an assignment that had previously happened to him, but we don't see that assignment until the next movie. Kind well, of time travel. That's a very interesting... Involving time travel? Is this part well, of the real Bond franchise, the Broccoli, Cubby Broccoli yeah. franchise, or is it one of the ones like... You know, they've been remaking Thunderball. I know. Never say never again. Never say basically it's Thunderball, Thunderball because the, the joints, are, uh, the rights to it are co-owned. Uh, is this part from the regular no. franchise? Yes, it's part of the regular franchise. Is it a Roger Moore Bond thing? Pierce Brosnan thing. You want to just go down the actors? Nah, just tell, just tell us the answer because we're stumped. <laughs> In Dr. No. Yes. And give Bond a new gun because his gun jammed on a previous assignment that he talked about. That assignment actually happened in From Rush With Love because the book's are in different order than the film, so oh. we see that assignment in the next movie. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Very good. And from Russia with love in the book, he dies. And then they have to find their way, how, how he recovered in the next film. He gets poisoned. Yeah, correct. he gets poisoned from, poison. the, uh, from Rosa Klebb's uh, uh, boot. Very good. Absolutely correct. I'll give you one more if you quick. have time. Sure, quick, an easier Very one. Simple. You should know this. You, you actually touched on it. What's the only book that Ian Fleming based on somebody else's work? Gil? Mm. Thunderball. That's right. Correct. Very good. Ah. See? I, knew give you I was thinking about what a boring book The Spy Who Loved Me was. I was thinking about this today because it was written from a woman's point of view. Yes. And it just seems so weird to be reading a James Bond book with the with the girl, with the you know, the whoever would be the pussy galore in that yeah. particular thing sure. doing the narration. It just didn't gel. Sure. He was a strange guy. Good stuff. Ian Fleming. Good stuff. Bruce, good thank stuff. you so much for the good questions. Stuff, we appreciate thank you very it. Much. Thank you, man. Thank you, guys. We're going to stop here. We're going to thank all those callers for the main episode, and we're going to go to a Stitcher-only mini-episode for the remaining callers because right. we're having too much fun. Yeah, so if you're on the line, And Rupert wants tight. to get his money's worth.
We're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna switch over to a mini. Here we go, Gilbert. You want to wrap up the the whole episode? Or you want to just go ahead, Gilbert? Oh, yeah. So this is Gilbert Gottfried, and I'm here with my co-hosts Frank Santo Padre, and this is Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsession. No, 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 the other one. No, no, uh, no. this is uh, col- <laughs> this is our uh, no, not amazing no. colossal podcast. Amazing colossal podcast. And we've been doing this trivia show, and we've got so many people, more than we thought. We're pleasantly surprised. Yep. So we're going to stretch this out into our mini We're going to milk it. We're going to milk it. I kind of wish we'd recorded this. It's so fun. And the one question. I'm I'm booked on the John Davidson show. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got to go. He was just in that chair. The one question. (laughs) Like eight weeks ago. That is, is the one that no one's been able to answer is, who is Rupert Holmes? <laughs> yeah, it's we'll, get, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> right, right after the question, Gilbert, can you name your own show? <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you next week, and uh, we'll continue this on Stitcher. Lead me to the light. Don't distract me from the sun. I don't need anyone to amuse.
Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast is produced by Dara Gottfried and Frank Santapadre with audio production by Frank Verderosa. Web and social media is handled by Mike McPadden, Greg Pear, and John Bradley Seals. Special audio contributions by John Beach. Special thanks to John Fodiatis, John Murray, and Paul Rayburn 